favorite podcast. Find us wherever you can get your podcasts, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Siri, Alexa, Amazon, wherever it is, and definitely versions of uh, podcasting tools I don't even know about. Remember when you get us, subscribe, like us, leave comments. We love comments. We love feedback. It helps us make the podcast better. Ed, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great, Obi. Uh, tonight is a big episode for, I think, a couple of reasons. I know we got a topic we want to get to, but there's a couple other things I need to talk about. First is when this episode drops, it's basically our first year anniversary. And uh, much like restaurants, I think probably like 99% of podcasts don't last a year. So we're like one percenters here that uh, we lasted a year. So that's we should celebrate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would. Was, you know, we did not text about that, but that was my exact thought. I'm like, I don't know when our first podcast is, but this is our one year anniversary of really like, you know, we got past the first episode of what are we doing in a second. But now we were grooving a year in last year on Father's Day. Um, uh, oh, our first episode was June 18th, 2021. Oh, wow. So this is really our one year anniversary. And this is going to drop on June 17th, which is, you know, it's because the uh, calendar moves a day, right? And that's yeah, it's still one year magnificent and and with that so i told ed we're going to discuss this uh briefly during the show if you've been listening you notice now that we're dropping these really short ish episodes they're still under the same title drinking from the garden hose but we're trying to create a second stream without having to pay too much money for it because we're both cheap that we're calling sipping from the tap and uh, we're looking for uh one of our fans uh whoever you or may or may not whoever you are who is a musician uh, we need like a five to ten second clip of music we can put in between the little bits that we do on that episode because it's an outtake episode. And if we have the mu- a different music, it'd be nice to flow from one funny thing Ed says to another funny thing Ed says to me laughing and then Ed thinking I said something funny finally. Um, are, are we sure it's uh, flowing from me being funny or is it flowing from me bullying you to me bullying you again? Well, you know, funny, bullying, in our generation, it's the same shit. <laughs> yeah, but in the younger generation, it's bullying. Yes, yes. In the young, for the kids, it's a, it's a problem. For you and I, it's how we grew up, so it works. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if you if you listen to those off week episodes and you and you and you're you're having trouble keeping up or or following along, it's outtakes. There's that. Just laugh. Just sit back and laugh. It's not about following along or understanding if we make sense. Just sit back and laugh. Nothing wrong with laughing. Absolutely. With all that being said, for the one-year anniversary, we are going to do an episode that we have talked about since the day we brought this show up to each other, which is being a guy dad versus being a girl dad. Now, we both had fathers who were boy dads because we're both two brothers. You have a brother, I have a brother, that's it. So you had no uh, real person to look to. I had a, a guy dad, but also both of us, I think, in different ways have very... 1950s leave it to beaver traditional fathers they're not yeah i think they're very different but they both had things that you'd be like wow uh even in the 80s you were a little outdated dude let's figure out i don't even know if we if you prepped i haven't well i prepped i prepped for the last 17 years of being a girl dad so here so here's i did one thing of prep today and i know the feedback says we're not supposed to prepare and we're supposed to wing it but you know what screw it i did some prep and I asked my daughter, my 12-year-old daughter, I said to her, I said, hey, tonight's a big episode, one-year anniversary, and we're doing Father's Day. We're doing girl dad versus boy dad. And my daughter looks at me, and she goes, well, girl dads are better. I said, well, I, I think so too, but why? She goes, oh, because you have both perspectives. You grew up a boy, 
you know what it's like to be a boy and now you know what it's like to raise a girl so you're better than a boy dad boom boy girl dads win i think I, the episode's over she she may be right i mean when my wife was pregnant with the second child the pregnancy started off very different it was just a whole different experience she was having so we were both pretty convinced it was going to be a girl we had told our son that we have no way of knowing yet but we think it's going to be a girl we went we got the sonogram and turns out it's a boy and there was two memorable things that happened my oldest son immediately said well let's just throw him in the garbage (laughs) nice and i went home and the when i was taking my shower i felt this stress that i put upon myself of preparing to have a daughter sort of rise off of me, like literally get relaxed. I don't know if it would have been more stressful to have a daughter in reality versus what my second son turns out to be. I know at that moment in time, there was some stress that I put on myself that went away. Well, I think that's just the sexist nature of of guys in general. Yes. I mean, fact is, uh, and uh, I've, I've told this story before, so I'm not, I, I should be embarrassed of it. And I guess I am. I don't, feel this way anymore but i i wanted a boy i wanted a boy real bad for the first child and the first sonogram uh came back inconclusive and so we had to wait until like i don't know 26 weeks or something like the next we had to wait a long time right and i was i was like oh inconclusive it's probably because it's a boy he was shy he didn't want anybody to see his you know i was being beat tucker so anyway i go in i'm at the sonogram i think it's the only sonogram episode i, I think it's the only like pre again old school here only pre like birth appointment i went with my wife but i was curious i went and they do the the sonogram and um the nurse or doctor is it was a female so it could have been a doctor doesn't really matter it's female and she says yep that's uh it's a girl and i said uh no way it's a boy it's gotta be a boy and she goes nope that's the labia right there it's a girl i'm like oh like i visibly (laughs) like oh she you would think my wife got mad at me. Like my wife knows that's who I am. This this female professional was visibly pissed at me. Visibly pissed. <laughs> we are definitely gonna leave the background sounds of one of your daughters screaming as well right now in there. She might have heard the labia comment. <laughs> she may have, but that's. I, I'm sure that female professional was visibly pissed. She probably has the. A father who was not so supportive of her uh, dreams. You turned. Yeah. You were going to be the next horrible dad. Yeah. So uh, fast forward, right? So we had the first daughter, and uh, she's great and uh, continues to be great. And then when we were with the second pregnancy, so you talked about the weight of the the stress, right? Because you had a boy, and a lot of times, you know, people are like, "Oh, well, I have one. I want the other." Right? So I, I, I was like, "No." I, people are like, "Oh, you're going to finally get your son?" No, I'm like, "No, I want another girl." I said, girls are awesome. Like, I, yes, I was the guy who got yelled at by the female doctor because I went, oh, right. But at the end of the day, having a girl was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And so I wanted another one. So I got lucky. But there are people out there. My mother, who listens to this podcast, she told me a lot growing up that God is going to punish me with daughters. That might well- just tell you how I grew up. I think anyone who's listening to podcasts is not surprised that your mother said that you were going to get punished with daughters. But yeah, I, I will say this as, as we continue this conversation, the really, I don't know, odd is the right word. The non-traditional thing about us is 
you have daughters, but you have athletes. I have sons. I have no athletes. I have I don't I can't even get them to watch a game with me, let alone play a sport. So that as we were as I was mentally preparing for this episode, my thought was we're gonna talk about this, and that's gonna be like, oh yeah, I go to my girls' basketball games, I go to my girls' softball games. You know, it wasn't much different than what I thought being a father was gonna be like, you know, when I was imagining a boy, because I knew you enough to know your first thought was you were having a boy. Um and then I, on the other hand, would be like, yeah, I, I go to their plays. Um, <laughs> All the reasons I didn't want to have a girl. You know, so funny about that, Obi. So, so the other thing the audience should know, and I, I, we, we won't share names, but our kids are named the same. Right. Right down, right down to birth order, right? Our yes. oldest is both named the same name, and our youngest is both named the same name. And you have boys and I have girls. And, uh, you know, this was before the Internet, right? We had lost touch after college, so we didn't plan that. But right. then when we reconnected, it was just kind of ironic that our kids are named the same in the same order. And yours are, are, are male and mine are female. But there's no doubt about it, Obi. When I, the reason I wanted a boy so bad, there was two reasons I wanted a boy, right? Uh, one was I'm a, I'm a boy. I, I actually know how they work. Uh, actually, there's three reasons. One, I know how they work. Two... Let's face it, it's a lot easier letting them go out at night knowing that they're the boy and not the girl, right? So there's that, right? And the set, and by the way, we have to change that in society. Um, but yeah. the set, and the third reason was the athlete thing, right? I was going to have a son that was going to be a superstar athlete, right? But instead, I had the girls that are superstar athletes. So it just it works out. So I am going to give you the perspective on the it's easier to let them go out at night thing. First of all, I as I think you know, and maybe uh, some of our uh, listeners know, my son is hostile hopping in Europe right now on his own. Uh, yeah, my daughter would never do that. I would never let that happen. I am still struggling with my wife who, while he's 20 years old and away, to let him finish the trip. Like, she knows she physically can't stop him from finishing this trip. But she's like, are you sure? Maybe you should buy a ticket and meet him in this city or meet him. In so I wonder how much of that, as, as we say, is about society. And then even we know we have filters on our head. But, like, how much of that, you got to watch out, I watch, is you being a guy having daughters versus how much your wife's like, uh, I think she could stay out this particular night till 11. You're like, no, uh, she's the, you know. Oh, there's definitely the opposite sex thing going on, right? Like, even growing up, like, my mother was more protective of me than my father, right? I mean, right. my mom was always like, you better not bring a bad girl home. And my dad was probably like, you better bring a bad girl home. I mean, that's what I raised you to do, right? Like, so, and even me saying that just shows you, like, that's not happening in my household today, right? Right. Um, right. But my wife would be like, I think you should let him go out. I don't see the problem. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think it's the opposite sex. So I'm not surprised that your your wife is like, what the hell is he doing in Europe by himself? We gotta go. We gotta go save him. And you're like, I saw a European vacation. He's having a great time. He's having a blast. So and then she but says, I, that's why we gotta go save him. But on the other hand, I will say this, and I think to a certain extent, it's probably good. Um, but you still worry about it as a, a dad and you and you teach your children. So there is this, the way consent has changed 
for definitely for the better from when we were growing up to when they are, where you now hear about things that not that were iffy when we were in college, but completely normal. And you have to warn your son, you can't, you can't do that. Like, I don't know how many are really happening versus these stories that are just being propagated uh, by the side that does not want women to do well and, and whatever. But you hear stories like girl goes out, bad things happen. She gets roofied, whatever horrible situation at a party. She comes back to the dorm. Dude is at the dorm doing his own thing, drinking, has crush on girl. Girl shows up in his room and he better somehow not make that decision to do what he wants to do because she was roofied in a, in a situation in a horrible situation somewhere else. And so as a guy dad, that was not something I thought I'd have to instruct my son on was, Hey, if she's drunk, it, it don't matter like that you're drunk. There, there are rules that are important for you to maintain and do that were not something I had to worry about at all. So there are certain going out issues that as a dad father, when my son was born, didn't even occur to me to have to worry about that. Now it's like, you have to maintain these things. Plus, people think it's creepy when you know the statutory rape laws in your state, but you have to know them to tell your sons, this is what's <laughs> allowed in New Jersey. And this is what's allowed when you went to New York State to go to school. Yeah, listen, I think society's come a long way. And I think, you know, the whole thing about being a girl daddy is you're playing defense the whole time. No matter what, you're playing defense. Right. And uh, I think it's great that there's dads like you, right? This isn't, we're trying not to be a sappy podcast here, but I think it's great that there's dads like you. They're trying to teach your sons like the proper way to interact with the, with females because that's not, ha that doesn't, it certainly didn't happen back in the day. Although, right. I, 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 I can tell you that my mom definitely told me um, how to how to act. Right. Um, and my dad didn't tell me how to not act. Right. It was just more of a passive thing. And my mom was definitely the one like you treat a woman the right way. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, listen, at the end of the day, I'm glad as a as a you know, I, I read this. Uh, I, I heard this quote, like, if you become a feminist once you have daughters, what the hell were you doing when you got married? And then you're a scumbag for not being a feminist before that or, or something like that. And I know I just added the scumbag. It was because, but the point is, is like, you got to respect people. And it, just because I have like, you know, so we all have to respect people. Right. And so it shouldn't be about playing defense. It should be about just respecting people. And, and uh, my daughters have just as much to go out and have fun as your sons do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is, you, you said something that triggered a, a trigger or a horrible word to use ping something in my head and now it's gone. But, uh, well, yes, it should not be that fathers of girls are playing defense. And at least I, I feel based on the boys around my boys and the interactions I've had with their parents, that fathers are taking more of an active role in saying this, this is what is, to use a dated and incorrect term, but the one I think is best. This is the new chivalry. This is what it means to be a man. Um, I do see it more from, you know, talking to other fathers or having conversations with my son about what with another father there. And his follow-up is not to be like, Oh, your dad's being, a, yeah, no, that's right. You know, that's, you know, this is, this is the way it is. And it's right that it's this way now. And whatever it was that was, 
acceptable when I was a young man is not acceptable now, and it shouldn't have been acceptable then. So we do better. And so I think that is a bigger change where I think guy dads now are more involved in enforcing the new chivalry than guy dads were even when we were kids. You know, they weren't necessarily, hopefully, it sounds like your dad. I know my dad wasn't going, go out there and find every girl you can. Yeah, no, mine wasn't was, either. Mine right? wasn't either. But I don't know what he was thinking, but I know as well, while your mother was spending the time going, you have to treat your woman with respect and don't bring home a girl who's too easy because that's not good. You know, like, because I yeah. don't want that. Because, of course, there's still the woman protecting her son situation. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, I think society has changed. But at the end of the day, like, you, you do. I, I, listen, you're, you're forced to. I, I mean, again, we're, this isn't supposed to be a political podcast, but you're forced to recognize the differences in society when you have right. daughters, like you just see how things are different and you're like, are you, are you kidding me? Like th- why, why? And so I think it's awesome. You, we talked about the athletic thing. I think it's awesome that I'll go to a basketball tournament and I'll be in a field house, you know, with four courts or I'll go to a convention center with, you know, Atlantic city, you know, 25, 26 courts filled with girls, basketball players. Like, so think about that, right? 26, you know, you got at least 10, that's 260 girls playing minimum, right? That's minimum right. on the court plus bench players. We might be talking at any given time, 400 female athletes. And it's hour upon hour upon hour, right? Like when we were growing up, 400 women, there's no such thing as 400 women athletes in one one spot. So the, it, it is getting to the point where like, you know, we used, you know, we were growing up, oh yeah, you could be anything you want when you grow up. But that was bullshit, right? right. But now... I think we're we're getting closer if we continue to to advocate for that where you actually can do anything you want. You just got to work hard at it. Absolutely. Sue Bird is retiring. Uh, she announced her retirement today. Uh, Carly Lloyd retired earlier this year from soccer. When we were growing up, if a woman retired from a sport, if it wasn't tennis, it wasn't leading ESPN, it wasn't the daily breaking news, now it's like Sue Bird's retiring. Every sports show I watched today was like, you know, instantly. Now we have to rank her among women tennis play- women, uh, not tennis player, basketball players, because that's important enough to be a conversation that each of these shows need to have. Granted, it was only in the B block, if not C block, but still, it was a conversation that had to be had because women's sports are important enough now that. It's on ESPN in its in, in a half hour talk show. You know, some one of those shows, by the way, had it on before hockey. So <laughs> well, hockey's still not a sport. I mean that that I mean I understand it's on like the Peacock or something, but so really interesting though. There are some different. So I coached softball this year. I, I've coached it the last two years, and there's a couple things I've noticed though about the differences in being a girl dad or a boy dad, right? So certain things as a boy dad, and again, I'm not a boy dad, but I'm going to assume because I was a boy, that you don't even have to teach. Like, boys just figure this stuff out. Like, in the number one thing I'll tell you is sliding. Sliding in softball or baseball, right? Same sport. Sliding into a base. Boys have been sliding since they learned how to walk. Like, as soon as a boy takes his first walk, his next step is a slide. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that, right? Girls... They're 12 years old going, no one ever taught me how to slide. I don't know how to slide. And I'm thinking as a, as a dad and as a man, what do you mean no one taught you how to slide? No one taught me how to slide. I just 
figured it out. So I think that's a big difference between boys and girls. Like on some levels, boys just figure it out and girls don't. But I, I mean, there's other things in life that girls figure out and boys never figure out, like how to make your bed and stuff like that. So I'm going to agree with you on this sliding thing for the most part. And that, like, yeah, boy, boy, boys, well, your your boys are in place, no, so maybe they don't know how to slide. I don't my, know. My, my boys don't. They all do. My boy, my boys do know how to slide. But I do remember going to baseball practice, and when stealing became a thing, that teaching us how to slide, and one or two of the boys did not know how to slide. But do not forget that in the NFL, there are quarterbacks who do not know how to slide and they have to spend one offseason literally learning how to baseball slide. So these are guys who probably have been doing boy things, their boy things. I'm air quoting here, everybody, their whole lives who didn't know how to slide, but definitely girls playing games that involve sliding from a very young age. is not in the norm still. Like, it's just not, what are you doing? We're just running around and jumping in the grass and ripping up the grass feet first. Yeah, so girls, I think, are, are, are uh, I, I, I'm probably going to get in most trouble for this episode of all the episodes we've done. But I, I so I, I just have to preface. There's a lot of stereotypes here. But I think girls, for the most part, are more literal when it comes to, again, athletics, right? Like, boys, boys don't need, I don't even think boys listen to their coaches ever. And maybe, maybe they start in high school, maybe. But they're just running around doing whatever the hell they want, right? Girls are like, well, you didn't tell me to do it exactly that way. So that's why I didn't do it that way. And so I think it's more literal. And um, I know it's just really interesting coaching this, this sport and having played baseball and then coaching softball and, like, what you have to focus on with the girls. Another thing you have to focus on a lot, and again, is uh, I think boys – So, and I, I talked to somebody else about this. With girls, you really have to build up their confidence, right? You have to make sure they understand that what they're doing is the right thing and they're doing a great job, and you have to be very, very positive. Boys, on the other hand, again, from my experience, I'm not a boy dad, but from my experience, they think they're the greatest ever. They think they should be batting leadoff or cleanup. They, they, they think they hit the ball farther than everybody else, and you got to constantly tell them, you know, you know, knock it down a notch, right? You're not that good, right? You're not Reggie Jackson. You're not Aaron Judge. Uh, you cannot steal on this catcher. He's going to throw you out. So do not do it. Right. Like it's completely different. Like I got to be like, no, no, trust me. You can steal on her. You're, you're fast. You can do it. Whereas with the boys, you're like, no, 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 stop. Don't go anywhere. So I, this is one of those things I can take from your activities of sports to my children's activities. Uh, plays, by the way, uh, both of my boys are carpenters in there in what they do in the plays. Uh, listen to the boy dad saying my my boys are real men. They, no, no, I, and we have been pushing the oldest to act. Like you should be an actor. You should have tried acting. He refused to press. The older one still has no confidence in his ability to get the work done. In his school program that he is in, every at the end of every semester, they do a whole. All the teachers come together. And you have to present all the work you've done. And then they give you feedback. And all the time his feedback is, you need to have more confidence. You know what you're doing. You can do this. My youngest, who wrestled for a year and played basketball for a season. Love how you're he, sliding that in there. Love how you're sliding wait, in Wait, wait, no. Thinks he's God's gift to volleyball. <laughs> Has uh, he ever played? Has he ever played? 
in gym. You know, he's playing volleyball in gym. So him, I totally see that whole like, oh, yeah, I can do it. No, you can't. You're barely 5'8". And no, you you can't play volleyball. You don't practice sports at all. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah. That's why I threw that in. That, that That is why I threw it in. And yes, part of my boys playing sports was still me being a bit of a boy. Dad going, you got, you got to try at least. Uh, my my oldest, they both, my oldest fenced also because we're going to go over his sports, which we actually thought he was going to stick with, but he didn't. And uh, the youngest did uh, kumdo, which is the sport I do, which is a bunch of dudes hitting each other with wooden sticks. He, the moment it went from hitting uh, dummies with wooden sticks to putting on heavy gear so you could get hit with a wooden stick, he quit. He quit. So he quit. Well, oh, something yeah. about something about guys—they love to roll around hugging each other, right? Like you call it a sport. Uh, yes, they do. So uh, my boys, to this day, still wrestle with me. Like they just attack, just like just attack. Yeah, so I think that's that's a, a big difference, right, between girl door, uh, girl dad and boy dad. So girl dads, there is a phase where the girls like to wrestle with their dad, like will jump on me, but that phase is like eight to a, eight to ten, eight to eleven. Then after that phase, maybe maybe a little earlier, but it's it's over by eleven, ten maybe, and then but now it's a. Uh, they just show up as I'm watching TV, usually sports. They'll just show up and then. That what they what I've noticed they like to do, and I doubt boys do this. What the girls like to do is there's a big couch, and they like to sit right next to you, if not on you, to watch the sports with you or the or whatever you're watching. Uh, both of my boys still do that to me, but it turns roughhousing very quickly. Like it's not just sit down next to dad. It's sit down next to dad then start to push into dad, then maybe give dad a little noogie, then dad gives a noogie back, then a little elbow, and next thing you know, my wife's like, you're wrestling on the furniture, one of you is 20, the other one of you is 50, can you stop? So, yes, so that's a boy dad thing, and so yeah. I, and I think another difference is, you know, there's no doubt that girls, sisters fight with each other, and brothers, I think I was, we, we both had brothers, right, we fought, Yeah. my guess, and you can confirm this, so when my girls fight, it's really quick. It's like a one punch or a two punch, like one punch, boom, boom, back, and then screaming at each other, and then it's that's it. Right? We get you separate them. But I think boys, that's a more of a. It's not really a punch thing. It's more of a let's roll around on the ground thing. So my boys, they are the oldest until two years ago was the the closest he ever was was 10 inches taller. Like, the younger one was kind of... Like, it got up to a, uh, a foot and a half at one point. Like, the older one is significantly bigger than the younger one until very recently. So that they would wrestle playfully. The younger one would get hurt and decide to make it a fight, and the <laughs> older one would just, boom. End it. Nope. The older no, one would you. end it. Yeah. Just end it. But... Last winter break, they were at my, uh, we were at my mother's house and the younger one who has a mouth 
was mouthing off to his brother and his brother's like, no, no, don't say that. No, that that's not okay. And he said it anyway. And in sort of how you described, the other one gave a, a quick like hit and that obviously should have been the fight. And you're like, no, you just got your butt whooped in the one punch hit. You should stop. The younger one lost it and uh, just leaped on him full blown. Like I'm going to kill you. And he, wasn't even close. And now, like, they are within three inches of each other. Um, and the older one just held them off. And we literally had to go in and break it up. The first fight in the younger ones, in 15 and a half years of their lives together, that we had to physically break them up. Uh, and then I took the younger one off and I said, so, you know, that reminded me of the last fight my brother and I ever had, which was, I came home from college. I was definitely out of shape. He was in the prime of his wrestling life and he thought he could finally take me. He didn't. And we never fought again. I said, I hope that's what that was. Cause you just, well, your little brother, you're never going to win. Well, you're only saying that though, because you should be giving him a pep talk as his dad, but you don't want to deal with that shit. That's why you told him that you, but you to- basically told him to quit, but as a dad, you should have been telling him to keep going for his dreams. Kind of, yeah, that, that's a dream he's never going to get. What kind he's of all, fatherly advice is that? You got You you can look, be anything you want to be, Obi. Except the, except someone who beats up your older brother. Well, my poor my poor younger son has this problem. I'm an oldest sibling. His mother's an oldest sibling. His aunt is an oldest of seven siblings. My father is the youngest, but he's so young that the other siblings. The other two siblings are like 15 years older than him, so he's basically an only child. My mother is the only other younger sibling around him. He, he's he got no – no one feels grace for him being a younger sibling. And so I'm just letting him know the truth, not to mention his older brother lifts a little. He's at the gym. He's, he's mostly uh, body weight exercises, but he's still doing exercises. And this kid sits on the couch and makes out with his girlfriend all day. That's his exercise. Strong well, ass tongue, but that's think, about it. I think most people listening to this podcast would say the younger one who's making out with his girlfriend's the big winner. I he mean, maybe the older one, the older, the older one's lifting weights and walking around <laughs> Europe by himself, and the younger one's sitting on a couch. Yeah, he spit. I mean, come he, on. He may be the winner. I, I'm not judging. I was just maybe that's why he doesn't need a pep talk. You know. We live you, the dreams we, you can live. You know who we should have had on here for the girl dad perspective is your uh, your your son's girlfriend's dad. That would have been a good perspective. That that would have been. I uh, that, I will say this. Uh, if, Do you even if know some, the guy? Do you even uh, know yeah, the guy? We, we've we've met once. Uh, I met and his. And mother. how does that go? Like when you met, was it just waving or like no? No, they they had us over. The they had us over for dinner. Uh, we all got along great. They're very nice people. I really. Without knowing them, I really like them. I will be honest. They have accepted my son into their life wholeheartedly. He got it like the so his girlfriend's the oldest of three. The middle sister had a surprise party. Uh, my son wasn't supposed to go, and then he got a last minute invite, and he went and he hung out with his girlfriend. Like he wasn't even like you know he just they just have him over. They're taking him out. The family's going to a, a basketball game, a, a, a thunder tra- thunder game. He's got an invite to that. Um, so I really appreciate the way they've invited him into their life and are, are treating him very wonderfully. And 
treating him like, you know, this is the only relationship that either of them are ever going to have. And we're doing our best to kind of treat her that way as well. It sounds um, like uh, this guy's more evolved than I am. I'm not sure uh, 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 the boyfriend's dad's going to have the same reception, if you know what I'm saying. I, I understand. But I've also uh, seen some of Sam's uh, abilities. And I have a feeling when Sam uh, introduces you to that person, that boy is going to be prepped to handle you like a champ. And you're going to be prepped by Sam on how to behave. Like, I. Well, I, I have no doubt. I apologize for using names now. Well, everyone have, knows my oldest name now, too. Yeah, you, you just added your own kid. Listen, because yeah. um, I've used my daughter's name before, by the way, on other yeah. episodes. Listen, uh, I have no doubt that my daughter will prep me. I have no doubt that my wife will prep me um, for the boy. I'm talking about the dad. Like, because I know, because here's the deal. I'm going to walk into that house, but, you know, if he, because I ain't inviting him over to my house. So I'm going to walk into his house, right? Because ain't no boy, and I'm talking like this, because ain't no boy's dad coming in my house. But but when I go to his house, I already know what he's thinking. He's already thinking he's the boy dad and I'm the girl dad, right? And we ain't going to play that game. So it's not going to, it's it's going to be really standoffish. I really, I already have this already played out in my head. Like, I'm going to let him know who's boss. So it, it, it it's funny, you know, the... You have that opinion, and I'm not doubting you because I've known you forever. But the way this thing worked with us as parents meeting, uh, the initial recon was done by her mother. And the initial recon, when the mother showed up to the house, was done by me. So we were the first two to meet. The same-sex parents, the ones who were like, of course they're dead. Of course it's good. Then my wife had a long I long uh, a conversation with her about some stuff, and it wasn't just my wife. My wife's best friend happened to be over at the time. Oh, so they had they a were... tag team that. They had <laughs> so a... they... See? I'm telling you, listen, your wife feels the same way I do. This is how this <laughs> is going to go down. Obi, you might have to come over for this meeting with the guy, <laughs> Dad. Yeah, hey, yeah, no, they definitely tag teamed her. It definitely it wasn't on purpose, but it's what happened. Like, well, you her... think he wasn't on purpose. <laughs> Meanwhile, your wife's probably getting like $305 every two weeks, and you're only getting $300. <laughs> that but might that's be a, it. That's a whole other story. <laughs> right. She's getting, she's getting 305 There you go. That's it. So, and then, and then you know, we, we met once or twice, the general high, and then we did go over for dinner, and they cooked for us, and we brought they something. Even cooked, they even cooked for you. They're like so going this is, back with the whole dowry thing. Like, what the? Come on. So this is something that we uh, uh, as families both have in common. We both are families that cook, as you recall from our cookout episode. Did he, did he wear an apron when he was cooking for you? No. By the time we got there, the food was all – it was all oven food. Oh, it was store-bought and they put it in the No, oven. not store-bought, but it they was all – the, they, they took the wrappers off, put it in the oven. No, I, I think – I, I, the, the sausage maybe, but the chicken was definitely seasoned by them themselves. Okay. And it was just in the oven. It wasn't outdoor cooking. If you, you don't wear an apron when you're indoor cooking. All right. Well, that's good. We learned like you like to wear an apron on the last episode. I'm just asking. No, I mean, I, 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 let me correct myself. I don't wear an indoor apron when I'm indoor cooking, but some people probably do. But there you was no aprons. Girl dads, girl dads might. You don't know. Yeah, they might wear aprons and... Have you done that? Like, so there's so many of these videos of the girl that dressing up in the tutu and the makeup with their daughter to have the tea party. Have you gone to that level as a girl dad? 
Yeah, there's pictures. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's pictures. I'll be honest. Yeah, there there might be pictures, and uh, I've been to a tea party before, and I'm talking like a real tea party at Disney, like where you pay like ridiculous Ooh. amounts of money to go to this freaking tea party with princesses. I've been to that. I've been to more princess breakfasts than I care to admit, uh, and the reason I don't care to admit it is because I lost track and I can't count that high. So I've okay. been to a lot of princess breakfasts and princess lunches and princess dinners. Um, yeah, I've, uh, yeah, there's, I've, I've paid for Bibby Bobbity Boutique. I've, yeah, there's a lot of things I've done that, um, <laughs> there's video evidence of, so I can't even say I'm not proud of it. I did it. I'll admit it. All right. That, hey, yeah. So that, that is one thing that, you know, as a, a father to boys, even if their interests aren't sports, I mean, they're still sci-fi geeks and, uh, you know. We've certainly had more than one Star Wars conversation that we've recorded and something we've released. So that kind of stuff, they that kind of pop culture stuff is all right in my groove house with them. 100%. Yeah, I'm not talking. So my older daughter has gone to see the, the, the last three trilogy Star Wars movies with me. Younger daughter has no interest in watching Star Wars. They are not watching Obi-Wan. They're not, they didn't watch Boba Fett. They didn't watch The Mandalorian. One of the reasons I talk your ear off for as much as I do about Star Wars is because I have no, my wife. Like, there's nobody. I like talk to myself, and like I don't get any re reactions to my own thoughts. So, yeah. So that that doesn't work. Um, this the sci-fi stuff. I mean, even the other day, I wanted to. I said, let's go see Top Gun Maverick, right? And uh, my girls were like, uh, yeah, we want to go with you. And I'm like, did you see the first one? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, like you got to see that before we go. And then two weeks later, I'm like, hey, did you guys catch up on Top Gun? No, we haven't seen it yet. I'm like, what have you been doing? I want to go see Top Gun. It's Father's Day weekend. I want to go see Top Gun. But yeah, so there's there, there's definitely a difference there. Without so, so, so some of their non-sporting interests uh, diverge. Oh, have oh, I got lucky on the sports side. <laughs> Everything else. Oh, I mean, the TikToks. The, the uh, oh, going to Ulta Beauty. Like we go to Ulta. <laughs> We go to Alta. The, can we go to Alta? I'm like, uh, okay. And then we go in there, and they're telling me about these color palettes. Oh, that's the, his color palette. That's her color palette. I'm like, who the hell are these people? What the hell is a color palette? And then like, oh, he's he's TikTok famous. You got it. Like, uh, what's this guy? James, uh, whatever the hell his name is. Freaking guy. Like, then Kylie Jenner, right? She's a Kardashian, but she's a billionaire because she's got a color palette. I look at these color palettes. They all look the same. <laughs> I, I can't tell the difference between this color and that color, but one apparently you have to have, and the other one, uh, they're trash. Like, yeah, so uh, Ulta, TikToks. Um, oh, and then, you know, oh, so I got a, uh, here's a, here's another example of a girl that, uh, Karate Kid. Um, uh, it's not even Karate Kid. Cobra Kai, right? On Netflix, right? Cobra yeah. Kai. I love Cobra Kai. You know why I love Cobra Kai? Because it's the Karate Kid, but with guys that look like me, right? So I love it. Why do you think my older daughter loves Cobra Kai? Because of that boy who's uh, Robbie. Because of Robbie. freaking Johnny's son, Robbie. Right. Follows him on TikTok. Follows him on Instagram. Follows him on Twitter. Like, oh, she's like giving googly eyes. And I'm like, Johnny's car is awesome, isn't it? And she's like, oh, his son <laughs> is so great. Like that's what I got to deal with as a girl. Dad. Okay. All right, so there are some downsides to. Oh, and uh, then did you know? And did you know 
that Robbie from Cobra Kai was in the remake of She's All That called He's All That? Of course you didn't know that because you don't have daughters. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Okay, so I... All right. So there is... It's not all... It's, it's not all uh, honey and sweets. Or maybe it's too much honey and sweets uh, to be a girl dad. Yeah, listen. It, it, so we'll just end it at here. We'll, we'll, I think we'll end this conversation this way. So the 12-year-old gave me the advice. He said, girl dads are better than boy dads. We have more perspective. And I said, well, you know, he's a, a guy dad and he's married to him. And he goes, listen. she goes, listen, he thinks he knows about periods, but he really doesn't. <laughs> I said, you're right. He only knows when it happens. He don't know how it happens. <laughs> I'm Obi. That said, we are drinking from the garden hose. The charm is that we suck.